The children cowered and Orla screamed and then laughed hysterically. It's working, it's working. And the massive, uneven, pokey, handmade balloon began to inflate. Hurry, hurry, Ridley, shouted Mabel as she stamped her feet anxiously. Orla reached down and grabbed the twin and plonked her in the basket. Hysterical from being manhandled and petrified that her twin was to be left behind, she tried to defy her mother and attempt to scramble out. Orla opened up the valve further and the balloon began to erect. Swinging round fiercely, she pushed Mabel to the floor onto the goat. Ridley appeared at the door. Don't go without me, mummy. He started to cry when he saw the patchwork inflate, and terrified, he dropped the china bird cup onto the slate floor where it smashed into pieces. Sky rushed over from where she had been untying the anchor ropes, her hands saved by her lover's gloves, and grabbed the little boy. We'd never leave you, she said warmly, and bundled him in. No more, Mum, not until I am in. I need to untie this last rope. She pulled herself onto the wall and ran toward the oak tree, Io bobbing on her back. But Orla, possessed by what she would later describe as cosmic force again, opened the valve once more and the basket began to lift. Feeling the tug on the rope, Skye looked up and saw the basket rising. She belted along the grassy mound at the level of the wall and leapt at the ascending wicker gondola carrying all of her family, not to mention the supplies, and caught hold of a rough edge. Oak and Halo hauled her in and she sat on the floor as the balloon gently rose into the sunshine. Io was asleep. Finally, she stood up, not really believing she was in the air, as there was no physical sensation of movement. There wasn't even the feeling of any wind. Apart from the occasional roar from the burners as Orla adjusted the height, it was entirely silent, and there was a feeling of peace and tranquility in the basket. Amazing, considering the traumatic start of their trip. Orla looked at Skye and smiled. Sky turned away from her mother and looked at the passing treetops and bronze tributaries that snaked across the bog. There was no sense of height, and Sky felt like she was truly floating. Even the goat had stopped bleeding. She was certainly now at the mercy of this whim, as she remembered her mother's words late one night over the sewing machine. It's got to the point where I just have to get out. That's why we are building our own escape vehicle.